Hare Krishna. So I want to continue reading from the uh, Sadhguru Swami Astika. And uh, I think I already read the, the third text, but I'll read it again just uh, to refresh our memories. See Goranga Gunan Varnana Vido Sada Samrivyan Vito Paputtapanikrinkato Tanubritam Govinda Kanam Ritai Anandam Bodhivar the Naikanipano Kaivalyanistarako Vande Rupasanatana Raguigo Sijiva Gopadago. Offer my respectful obeisances to the six Goswamis, namely Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Sanatan Goswami, Sri Raganabhata Goswami, Sri Raganadas Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, Sri Gopabhata Goswami, who are very much enriched in understanding of Lord Chaitanya and are thus expert in narrating his transcendental qualities. They can purify all conditioned souls from the reactions of their sinful activities by pouring upon them transcendental songs about Govinda. As such, they are very expert in increasing the limits of the ocean of transcendental bliss, and they are the saviors of the living entities from the devouring mouth of liberation. Hmm. So they pour upon the conditioned souls the transcendental songs about Govinda. Mm. Govinda, uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is performing his pastimes with his eternal associates in the transcendental forest of Vrindavan. So the last few days we've been reading a little bit uh, about that in the from the Gopal Champu and from the uh, uh, from the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita to show how Sanatan Goswami, how Jiva Goswami have been uh, pouring such nectar upon the conditioned souls. Now I can just uh, quickly we can look at the nectar devotion and just take something out of there because Rupa Goswami has given us so many things in that nectar of devotion. Yeah. And I'll just, uh, it's very nice, the nectar of devotion. After he had stolen some yogurt from the pots of two gopis, Krishna told one of his gopi friends, My dear beautiful friend, I can take an oath that I've not stolen even a drop of yogurt from your pot. But still your friend Radharani is very shamelessly smelling the fragrance of my mouth. Kindly forbid her from this devious policy of putting her face near mine. When Krishna was speaking like this, the friends of Radharani could not check their laughter. This is an instance of laughter in ecstatic love. Astonishment. Once Brahma was watching all the cows and coward boys dressed in yellow garments and decorated with valuable jewels. The boys were expanding their forearms and were being worshipped by many hundreds of other Brahmas. All the coward boys 
began to express their joyfulness for being with Krishna, the Supreme Brahman. At that time, Brahma showed his astonishment by exclaiming, What am I seeing there? This is an instant of astonishment in ecstatic love. Hmm. So Brahma is in that relationship uh, of seeing the Aishwarya of the Supreme Lord and seeing that Krishna actually is containing all this, uh, all this Aishwarya, all this transcendental opulence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, although he is playing like a coward boy, uh, but yet um, he is actually Supreme Personality of Godhead, and Lord Brahma was perceiving this. But this sense of opulence is also blocking Lord Brahma from entering deeply, deeply into the uh, Vrindavan pastimes, into the Madhurya Ras. Hmm. So in that sense, Lord Brahma is, is not able to fully enter into, the, uh, into these pastimes. In Madhurya Ras, there are so many ways uh, how Radha and Krishna are exchanging their 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 mutual affection. Uh, somehow or other, that affection is always there's always an element to block it. It is always the parakya, the stolen moments, the forbidden moments, and therefore, um, in so many ways, these things are stolen. Mm. My dear beautiful friend, I can take an oath that I have not stolen even a drop of yogurt from your pot. But still, your friend Radharani is very shamelessly smelling the fragrance of my mouth. Kindly forbid her from this devious policy of putting her face near mine. Mm. When Krishna was speaking like this, the friends of Radharani could not check their laughter. Yes, good, everyone, everyone knew. Huh? Everyone knew how much love huh, there was between Radha and Krishna and how they were thinking of each other at every moment. On the bank of the Yamuna, once there was the crackling sound of dry leaves giggling from the coward boys and thundering from the sky. Sridham was tightening his belt to fight with Krishna, the conqueror of the demon Aga. Oh yes, this is an instant of chivalry in ecstatic love. Mm. Oh yes. The coward boys are seeing Krishna as their equal and, uh, and they are not uh, thinking of Krishna as the Supreme Lord. It is also described by Jiva Goswami that at the time when Krishna was uh, brought by Akrura to Mathura and then finally they wound up in the wrestling arena and that then Kamsa made them wrestle with these powerful wrestlers, Chanura and Mustika. And 
these two wrestlers were defeated by Krishna and Balaram easily. Krishna hit Mustika on the head and his eyes popped out of the sockets, says the Harivamsa. And Balaram finished off Chanura. So Kamsa became very upset when his favorite wrestlers, who were like close friends, had been defeated like that. Uh, and Kamsa called out. Uh, then, then Krishna and Balaram had another wrestling match, this time with the coward boys. But this time, the coward boys were, def were defeating Krishna and Balaram. Then it got too much for Kamsa. He snapped and then he said to the royal guard, confiscate, confiscate all the goods of Nanda Maharaj. So now what could Krishna do? Uh, now Krishna was forced by the misbehavior of his uncle, Kamsa, which was directly affecting Nanda Maharaj. Then Krishna jumped over the royal guard. Uh, and as he... He, he stood up there. Kamsa jumped up and pulled the sword, but Krishna was too fast and knocked the crown off his head. And Kamsa, he just fell. He fell off the, off the platform and he fell onto the ground. And he was already dead. Then Krishna, to show everyone that Kamsa was really dead, jumped out in the body of Kamsa and just pummeled him just beat him left and right. Yes. So in this way, uh, Kamsa, it, it was clear that Kamsa was dead. Everyone could understand. Yes. At first, when Kamsa fell on the ground, people couldn't believe that he was dead. It went too fast. Could not be. Uh, but then when Krishna was beating him left and right and Kamsa was no longer responding, then it dawned upon people, Kamsa, Kamsa is dead. The impossible has become possible. Anyway, Krishna is chivalrous and he fights regularly with, with, with the coward boys, with Sridham. And it is not sure who will win. Mm. So in this way, Rupa Goswami is also taking us into Vrindavan and pouring upon us this, this transcendental, uh, yeah, this transcendental uh, nectar, huh? transcendental songs about Govinda. They're very expert in increasing the limits of the ocean of transcendental bliss, mm. presenting so many new tastes. Huh? Yes, the astonishment of Lord Brahma, who saw the boys were expanding their forearms and, and they were being worshipped by many hundreds of other Brahmas to make it even more dramatic. First, they all take four arms and then they're being worshipped by many other Brahmas. And here's Brahma standing there, realizing what a fool he is. Hmm. What am I seeing here? Rama was totally astonished. Mm. So in this way, uh, the Supreme
personality of Godhead is showing his amazing features. And in this way, we can appreciate how Krishna's all attractive. Not only that he's all attractive, but how he's all attractive. So the Goswamis make us understand how Krishna is all attractive. And in this way, they're increasing the ocean of transcendental bliss. And in this way, they're saving us uh, from the devouring mouth of liberation. Who wants liberation? Who wants to merge into the Supreme uh, when such liberation blocks out the personality of Krishna and blocks out the opportunity for devotional service. No, 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 no. Mukuli Tanjali Sevate, oh, Bilvala Mangal Thakur says, liberation stands with folded hands at my door. But sorry, sorry, I'm too busy now. Too busy now serving Krishna. I have no time. Chakta turnam says amandla patishenim sada tu chavat budva dina kane sako karuniya kopina kantish kantashito kopi bavara samritab di lahari kalola makno mohur vandeiru pasanatana raguya go shijiva kupala go. Offer my respectful obeisances unto the six Goswamis, namely Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Sanatan Goswami. Sri Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Sri Raghunath Das Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, and Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami, who kicked off all association of aristocracy as insignificant. In order to deliver the poor conditioned souls, they accepted loincloths, treating themselves as mendicants. But they always merged in the ecstatic ocean of the gopis' love for Krishna and bathed always repeatedly in the waves of that ocean. So Rupa and Sanatan were very op- living very opulently. They were having prominent positions in the government of Hussein Shah. Um, they lived in, in royalty, and yet uh, they had no interest. They had no interest in such wealth. So they, they kicked off all association of aristocracy as insignificant. Then in order to deliver the poor conditioned souls, they accepted loincloths. So the conditioned souls are poor. They're poor in spiritual wealth. So Srinivasacharya is playing here. The poor conditioned souls they were delivering. And so they accepted loincloths, voluntary poverty. But this voluntary poverty and living as mendicants uh, that was not, they were not poor at all because they were always immersed in the ecstatic ocean of the gopis' love for Krishna and were always bathing in, 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 in the waves of that ocean. So they had an oceans of spiritual wealth. Therefore, they were the most wealthy persons in the entire universe, real health. Kujat kokila hansasarasa. Gana 
of Amaya Bezos to the six Goswamis, namely Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Sanatan Goswami, Sri Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, and Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami, who were always engaged in worshipping Radha and Krishna in the transcendental land of Vrindavan, where there are beautiful trees full of fruits and flowers, which have under their roots all valuable jewels. The Goswamis are perfectly competent to bestow upon the living entities the greatest boon of the goal of life. Hmm. So they were deeply absorbed in the transcendental world. Uh, they're completely just thinking about Krishna, just worshipping Krishna, just glorifying Krishna, only uh, talking about Krishna, writing about Krishna, chanting the name of Krishna. It was just Krishna that was on their mind. So we're looking at the six Goswamis in this way as the most wonderful uh, personalities. Yes. Mm. And they were writing on palm leaves. It is said that uh, they would they would just write mm, on both sides, but they had to let one side dry. So then they would start writing another passage on another another palm leaf, and then go back to where they were. So they were very expert also. In the 10th canto, 7th chapter, verse 25 of Srimad Bhagavatam, there's a description of Krishna being taken away by the whirlwind demon Trinavarta. As Krishna was thus being carried up into the sky, all the gopis began to cry aloud. They approached Mother Yasoda, stating that they could not find the son of Nanda. He'd been taken away by a whirlwind. This is an instant of lamentation, ecstatic love. When Krishna was fighting with Kaliya, Mother Yasoda exclaimed, Krishna is now trapped within the hoots of the Kaliya snake, and yet I'm not tattered to pieces. So I must admit how wonderful is the preserving power of this material body. This is another instance of lamentation in ecstatic love. Mm. Mother Yasoda could not ima imagine you know, how she was still alive. You know, that she didn't die upon seeing Krishna in the hood so, of such a horrible serpent. <laughs> Excuse me. That was, that was just too shocking. So... But somehow or other, she stayed alive, and she was surprised. How was it possible? Mm -hmm. The love that the devotees in Vrindavan have for Krishna is so deep and so overwhelming uh, that how could Yasoda not die upon seeing Krishna in the coils of the serpent? But how could she die? What if he would survive? No, she could not die. But how could she bear to live and see this? Uh, it was too much to, to see. But then Krishna freed himself and danced on the hoots of Kaliya mm. and purified 
that serpent with his with the lotus feet. Um, so, in this way, uh, Krishna was always in control. Krishna was never in the in captured in the coils of that serpent. It appeared to be so, but Krishna could free himself any moment whenever he desired because he's the all-powerful unlimited supreme personality of Godhead and so uh, we are appreciating through Sila Rupa Goswami the sweetness uh, the sweetness then Chaktapurnama says Amandala Patishrinim Sadatuchavat. Yes, they gave up all the false wealth of this world, although they had a lot. And after giving up that false wealth, uh, they were uh, so wonderful that um, these six Goswamis, they were just constantly absorbed, constantly absorbed in glorifying Krishna. And this glorification of Krishna um, and the glorification of devotional service about Krishna, um, that is the most blissful thing. Therefore, the Goswamis were very, very blissful. Mm. Yeah, the transcendental land of Vrindavan with beautiful trees full of fruits and flowers and which have under their roots valuable jewels like this. These desire trees are described like that. The desire trees. And, uh, but although one could ask anything from a desire tree, the uh, coward boys and coward men and women, they own they don't ask these trees for anything. All they want is, 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 is fruits and flowers to worship the Supreme Lord. Um, although these trees could give gold and jewels, they just want to simply offer fruits and flowers. Patrampus from Phalamtiriyam. Because that's satisfying Krishna. He doesn't desire anything else. So the simple village life is really the essence. Let's see. Let us see. So we'll read a little further. I have Sankhya Purvakanama Gana Nati B. Kalava Sani Krito. Nidrahare vihare kadi vijito, Chaitanya dino chayo radha krishna kunasmitir, Maduri man and dena samoito, Vandeupusanatana rakurigosi jiva gopako. I offer my respectful obeisance to the six Goswamis, namely Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Sanatan Goswami, Sri Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Sri Raghunath Das Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, Sri Gopalabhatta Goswami who were engaged in chanting the holy names of the Lord and bowing down in a scheduled measurement. In this way, they used their valuable lives and in executing these devotional activities, they conquered over eating and sleeping, were always meek and humble and, and chanted by the 
remembering the transcendental qualities of the Lord. Hmm. So we see the Goswamis have a deep absorption in chanting the holy names and bowing down so many times, chanting two lakhs of names, bowing down, and uh, two lakhs is 128 rounds a day. And uh, they conquered over eating and sleeping. And they just humbly enchanted by remembering the transcendental qualities of the Lord. Mm-hmm. They were sometimes on the bank of the Radhakun Lake or the shores of the Yamuna and sometimes in Bamsibat. They appeared just like madmen in the full ecstasy of love for Krishna, exhibiting different transcendental symptoms in their body. They were merged in the ecstasy of Krishna consciousness. Mm. So that's, that's the six Goswamis. They were most ecstatic. And so that ecstasy comes true in their writing. Mm. Jed. One old devotee said, My dear Lord, when we're far away from you, we become so anxious to see you again, and there's great misery in our lives. But when we do see you, then immediately comes the fear of separation. Under the circumstances, both when we see you and we do not see you, we're subjected to different kinds of tribulation. This is an instance of contradictory mixture of ecstatic love for Krishna. For ecstatic love is palatable. And experts, critics have compared such ecstasies, ecstatic love to a mixture of yogurt, sugar, candy, and a little black pepper. The wine taste is very palatable. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah, so this is the, uh, the thing. Huh? It's when they don't see Krishna. Oh, then they're so anxious to see him. And it's like in separation, so is misery. But when they are united with Krishna, they also are afraid that they may lose the association of Krishna again. So yes, the attachment is so deep and so intense, so, so very, very strong. So we have to explore, we have to, have to gradually, uh, gradually find out more who Krishna is. All right. I'm keeping it a little short today because of the lecture before, I'm getting a little tired now. And uh, I think that the point is, is that the six Goswamis are not only teaching us the philosophy of Krishna consciousness, they are not just the theologians of, of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. They are the realized devotees who take us into the 
dimension of transcendental bliss, which otherwise remains hidden from us. But they uncover this dimension of transcendental bliss and take us there. So this is an important point because sometimes they are presented as the main theologians, which they also are. Uh, they develop the whole theology of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in writing. Um, Krishna Daskavi writes Goswami also. But they are more than theologians. They are ecstatic prema bhaktas. And that is the most amazing thing. So we are appreciating, um, appreciating uh, the mercy of the six Goswamis. And just through the mercy of the six Goswamis, we can uh, enter deeply into, uh, into our Krishna consciousness. Uh, I'll continue again tomorrow and we'll uh, share more with you uh, about this matter and then close our lectures now on the Satku Swami Astaka. Thank you very, very much. Shri Prabhupada Kijai.